It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you know what you should do. You should stick with us. Why? Because we're going to help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. To my left, he is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Hello. To my right, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is our silent assassin, Jay. Spoon. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me mayor. Sometimes they call me mister. Sometimes I can't hear myself. Turn my headphones up. Turn my headphones up. This is fantastic for him. So uh, we've got a great show for you today. This is going to be uh, our, our, what, I guess, our road to Comic-Con extravaganza. Yeah. Even though I don't know how much we're going to talk about Comic-Con. We're going to talk about stuff that I guess is announced before Comic-Con, the stuff that people are trying to make sure that gets heard before the deluge of friggin' information comes from the comic book, friggin' the comic book mecca that is San Diego, that is SDCC. So we'll be doing that. But we're going to go ahead and talk to you uh, a little bit about some of the the titles that Marvel's already friggin' promoted for after Secret Wars with the all new, all different Marvel Universe. Um, we're gonna go ahead and talk to you about. Uh, oh, Jay, help me out with the title of the manga we're talking about today. UQ um, Holder. 
Oh, right, yeah. Bam! Yeah, ask about me. It only took you eight years. UQ holder? I forgot we were talking about manga today. Oh, you son of a bitch. It is Manga Monday. <laughs> Mega Manga Monday. <laughs> Mega Manga Mondays. Joe hated that so much. I know. <laughs> it was like, we should not have Mega Manga Mondays. <laughs> but Joe, it's Mega Manga Monday. Uh, and we'll also be talking to you guys about uh, Batman 41. That'll happen too. Um, and of course, we'll bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news. We're going to do all of that, all of that, in just a few moments. Um, and of course, like I said, whatever else you want to talk about. Uh, I'll tell you how to get down with Fantastic Forum in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you guys, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much. Retro Comic Books. We'd also like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at... 310-538-3198. You can get all your needs met there. They will send comic books directly to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. All you have to do is make sure you let them know what it is you want. Make sure it's a $10 minimum purchase, and they will ship it anywhere, like I said, in the continental U.S. for the low, low, flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. If you want uh, trade paperbacks, if you want graphic novels, you can get those there too. In fact, if you buy three, mention Fantastic Forum, they're going to toss in a fourth one for free. So why don't you go ahead and give them a call at 310-538-3198. You can do it now. They're open. Feel free. Not you, Jay. I see you. No, do you always do that tossing move, move, like movement when you say that? Why? Why don't you know? I don't pay attention to you that I'm like, much. You're you're usually sitting right, like I mean, if not right where you're sitting right now, like we just usually switch spots. Like I'm, and I'm never this that much further from you than I am now. In fact, you're always closer. Usually, right? Like, usually in the middle, or yeah, like I don't normally pay attention during the spiel. No. Right. Joe doesn't usually pay attention during the spiel or the spotlight. Or the show. Or the reviews. Or the news. Or the final <laughs> thought. It's like Joe Joe is the is the most diva the most diva acting member of the show that doesn't pay attention to the show. Like that's weird. Like how is it like it'd be different if he was like so invested and he's like, Man, y'all just messing stuff up. Right. I'm out here trying to put my all in. It's like clear your fucking throat before we go on air. <laughs> right, right. If if he was like just like like friggin' sweating blood every time we're on air and it's like, man, Joe's putting in hundred and ten percent and I get it. And he's like, you know what? F y'all. He'd just be like, you know what? Get me water. That I would understand. But Jay's I have Pokemon like, videos. <laughs> I don't I think that is the most non-secretary response to whatever I just said. <laughs> like like what's the what is the most unrelated thing Jay can say to what I just said? I have Pokemon videos. <laughs> no, that's how works. hard I work. Like I went out and got videos of Pokemon you can walk. That did happen. I saw those. In fact, you should you should hand over that uh, or send that to Moses so he can do something with it. I will. Because it, look, I wouldn't be surprised if it might be one of the, the most popular videos that will end up. Oh, from <laughs> Anime Expo? Yeah. 
Oh, I should have had him that day. Because it's cute. I don't, Well, uh, you know, it's Jay. Jay, so you don't have it that day. There was you took a camera or you took a... I took my phone. Your phone. Oh, that's easy. Just upload it to Google Drive. Yeah, see, there's a whole story about my experience at Anime Expo, and it involves me not being able to connect to Google Drive. So, <laughs> if anything, the, we the should have an Anime true. Expo wrap up. He could <coughs> tell his story. We we Joe can tell the story if he likes, but that's the that would be the the sheer like the the totality of our Anime Expo coverage right that's there. That's perfect. And and in the video, of course. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, actually, I, I did get some cosplayers pictures. If I got if, a Black Sailor Moon family. Nice. <laughs> if Joe. Says, tell the tells his story. I can do that as a voiceover for the video. Sounds good. All right. So you mean what? Oh wait, hold on. I'll finish the spiel and then you should do that. All right. All right. Yay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Moses feeling it. He's standing up. That's Moses. Production juices are flowing. <laughs> it's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The the friggin' the friggin' uh, the Trinity of production, friggin' anime, comics and video game. <laughs> no, I don't know. That'd be like, I guess that wouldn't be production. That'd be like a nerd tri- Trinity, if anything, right? Or geek Trinity. Yeah, something. Something. Sorry. I'll leave. Oh, the, I'll leave. good news though for Mo coming out of Anime Expo. Good good news for Mo. Uh huh. Okay. Well, wait. Let me just get through this real quick and we'll be done. Right. Um, if you want to get down Fantastic Forum, you can do it. Uh, we have Facebook, even though that's not relevant. <laughs> we have we have Skype, which is the free internet soft phone. <laughs> you, can, you can call that. <laughs> you can go ahead and call that. That's relevant. That'll get you on the show. <laughs> and you can put Fantastic Forum in your contacts at the green button, and right now you'll be the third member of Fantastic Forum. Uh, or you could jump into chat, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat, and uh, go ahead and and we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring it into the show, uh, such as Jay. Why don't you insert a witty chat comment here, please? Uh, Dungeon Buster says, Jay, Fantastic Forum. My Cosmic Cube is ready. Damn, that's awesome. Uh, Tiger Claw says, "What's up, Fantastic Forum? Did any of you guys seen Terminator Genesis?" <laughs> I like how Jay reads them exactly as they are in the in the chat. I like it. No, I didn't see it. I want to, but I didn't. Did you see it? Yeah, and uh, Cameron was right, which I think, like James Cameron made a statement saying like, "This is the third Terminator movie." Oh wow! And like uh, that? yeah, and he was right, like. Genesis wow. is the third Terminator movie. Dang! So we're skipping Terminator 3 and Terminator friggin' whatever the last Salvation. one was? Salvation? Right. Damn! Like, fuck those movies. It's <laughs> Terminator, Judgment Day, Genesis. Damn! You see it, Mo? I'm, I haven't seen it, but I'm all for it. Like, the trailer was like... Yeah! Hey, the trailer for that felt better than the trailer of anything else Terminator that wasn't 1 and 2. That's you true. Know? That's true. And it's crazy because I remember them talking about the premise, and I was like, man, that sounds like a bad idea. But when the footage and stuff and the preview came out, the trailer, it was like, 
that actually looks pretty good. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, like, it is going to be one of those situations where we eat crow and it's like, I get, well, at least where I eat crow because I guess I was the one that was saying that. I'm, I'm not going to put it on anybody else. Yeah. Uh, and it looks so, and, you know, great. That's awesome. I'm, ha- I'm glad to hear that. You that. know, speaking of sequels and Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> he was doing the rounds for... Um, Genesis for Genesis, mm-hmm. and he went on Howard Stern, and they talked for ninety minutes. Dang! And he talked about the next twins sequel. Stop it! Are they making a twins it's sequel? Be triplets. What? That doesn't even make sense. It'll make the way he explained it. It makes sense, and it sounds hilarious. Okay, is Danny DeVito gonna be? In it? He's gonna be. It's gonna be the same two dudes, Arnold and Danny, and then they find out they have a triplet. <laughs> Come on, man! And what? it's. Eddie Murphy. Okay, I'm sold. <laughs> right, I'm there. I'm there yeah. the first day. <laughs> first day, man. That, doesn't that what? sound awesome? Those Damn three. Man. I don't even care what happens up. next. Look, he, yeah, I want to see him eat grilled cheese sandwiches. This fool has a black triplet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It was already weird enough with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito being twins. Yeah, but that's what made it so funny too. Damn it. Not that I need to point that out. I know. <laughs> We've <laughs> right. all watched it. Yeah. Maybe in theaters. Oh yeah. No, I yeah. I remember I remember going to go see twins. And like because I mean, you know, my my mom loves movies and so yeah. and so she, you know and also I mean actually true. I did we we didn't go see that together, did we, Jay? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But I know like Joe and his mom loved movies too, and so like all we we went to go see all types of movies that were probably way above our age range. So we got to see a lot of things that were in theaters that technically would be like other people our age would be like, how'd you see that in theaters? Like you were right. like, you were like eight. And it's like, I was eight in the theater. That's, that's, how, how, I got to, that's how I got to see it. That's how it was with me and Debbie Does Dallas. That's hilarious. That's that's the wrong kind of theater, right? Oh, actually, that did have like a, a, a limited release, huh? Yeah. Back then, porn was, it, it was still in the main theaters. No, I mean... Some of it, right? Not because I mean you're well, you're, not like triple X, but they were like rated X. It yeah, was just a standard right. rating, right? Which I think that was what Debbie Does Dallas was, right? And Deep Throat, like Deep Throat, right? Exactly, right? So, because I tried watching those recently and they don't hold up. Like, <laughs> it was like tugging on taffy. That's wild. I mean, they don't hold up as cinema or as porn. As porn. Oh, okay. Wow. I believe it though. Porn's a lot more aggressive now than it was then, right? It's too aggressive. I go back to 90s porn. <laughs> it's too aggressive. <laughs> Moses is like, I like my porn kind of softcore. <laughs> like, almost. Well, by today's standards. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the stuff I really liked still holds up. <laughs> Joe, Joe's, Joe's the harder the better. He's like, there ain't no tentacles in this. This is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Just like man, it's like, who put all that pubic hair there? <laughs> Wait, what? Is that a wig? Is that a wig? Is that a wig? <laughs> okay, so um, but I'm I'm glad to hear that that Terminator movie was good like that. Yeah, and none of the like CGI Arnold stuff, none of that was cheesy. No, that okay. was actually really good. Okay, oh, that's awesome. Well, I can't I can't wait to see it. I didn't he- even hear James Cameron say that about, you know, this is the third Terminator movie. I'm sure I'm sure Christian Bale is somewhere like 
You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's so funny because um, I, I don't know. I, I Maybe because there's a new Terminator movie and people associate that with James Cameron. The, the Avatar's been on TV a lot lately. Well, so. oh, right. What were you saying? Well, he kind of created it, right? Yeah, Avatar? No, Terminator. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're still his creation, even though he didn't have anything to do with the third one. Yeah, I mean, so I Stan think he Lee the commenting on, you know, comics. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, and I'm not saying that he shouldn't have anything to say about it. I just, I'm just saying that Avatar's been on a lot lately, and I don't know if it's because of like, well, what James Cameron's movies can we play? Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying Avatar doesn't have anything to do with Terminator. Yeah, but, that's right. probably it. Yeah, but I, I've noticed like when I flipping when I'm flipping channels, which you know only happens so often because you know most of the time you go to what you want to watch. But when I've been flipping channels, I've seen I've seen Avatar, like more often than not, and um, I was just like, I was watching it in pieces, but I was watching it and I'm like, this movie's not as good as everyone made it out to be. And I remember thinking that then and saying it and people being like, you know, you're crazy. But I was like, I felt a higher regard for it then than I do when I was walk- looking at it on TV. I was like, like nothing really life changing is happening on this screen. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, like, is it only good if you watch it in 3D? I don't, like, that shouldn't be the case, right? Like, a lot of it is that it was super impressive visu- visually. Mm. Like, that is a huge amount of the movie. Well, that's sad. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I get that a movie has a different impact when you watch it on a big screen versus on a on a television. But, I mean, stories should still be good either way, right? Well, the story wasn't great. Like, it was, <laughs> it was an average story that was visually stunning to look at. Got you. Well, damn it. I felt very underwhelmed watching it here on my, my TV. Like, I'm like, I feel like this might be a waste of Zoe Saldana's talents. No, it wasn't. I think it is. We need more We need more Colombianas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need, Joe. Colombiana 2. Tiger Claw We need Clerks 3. I'm not mad at that. That's happening, though, right? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Is Zoe going to be in it? No, no. That's... That's a different chick. No. Right. Zoe Saldana was... Oh, you're right. Yeah. Wait, no. I'm right. Well, are you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're not. <laughs> no. What's the name of the chick from Clerks 2? Uh, Rosario Dawson? Yeah. 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 Now, if they want to put Zoe Saldana in it, too, I mean, I'm not mad at that. I'll take Zoe and friggin' Rosario. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure one of them has to kill the other <laughs> before the movie's over, right? It's I'm, too much. I'm thinking about it already. I know. <laughs> it's too much. What were you going to say, Moses? Oh, that Tiger Claw says Mayor Young. It's part of a new trilogy. Talking about Terminator Genesis. Oh, yeah? And some of the questions in Genesis will be answered in the sequels. Um, I heard that it's not necessarily a trilogy per se where they're just going to roll them out. Mm-hmm. Like if this one does, you know, if if they feel like they need it after, mm-hmm. they'll make them. But it's it is he 
Arnold said that it wasn't set in stone yet. Okay. Which it, it probably just means how much money they're going to pay him. <laughs> right, right. I mean, but you can have a Terminator movie without Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, right? I mean, no. No? I guess in theory you can. But that's but only a theory. I mean, well, <laughs> I, you saw Terminator Salvation. Yeah. That didn't have Arnold in it. A little bit. It had but, a cameo. Yeah, but it, it's not even like... He wasn't, he wasn't the Terminator in it. And honestly, that was the best part of that movie. That's what I'm saying. It like, is one of the best parts of the movie, but, but... In theory, you can have it. It's just not going to be... But, it's not going to feel like a Terminator movie. But the problem with Terminator Salvation wasn't that Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't in it. The problem was... That it had cyborg sharks. Were there cyborg sharks in was, that movie? I think so. Wasn't there that thing that lived in the water? There might have been a, a aquatic Terminator. I believe that. I don't remember, though. No, I mean, I think the problem with it was that they tried to... Like, they made it... Instead of it being about John Connor, really, it was about a Terminator that thought it was a man. And it's like, nobody wants to see that for a Terminator I mean, movie. I do, but I want to see it as an Asimov movie. Right, exactly. Not a Terminator movie, right? Exactly. Like, as an Asimov joint, as, as iRobot, that's awesome. But, of course, iRobot wasn't about that. <laughs> iRobot was probably a Terminator movie. <laughs> Why are you joking? Like... <laughs> like I, if they switch plots, that joint might that might have been the best Asimov movie we'd seen, and the best term well not the best Terminator movie, but a better Terminator movie than Salvation. You know, it just goes to show you how much Salvation sucked. It's funny because I don't I, I remember like I don't I definitely came away from Salvation like that is is probably like the least Terminator of the movies that that I've seen and also too it wasn't the movie that I was hoping it was going to be like I, I really was looking forward to like this war because we don't really get to spend a lot of time in that era in many Terminator movies and I was looking forward to doing that but when it happened I'm like oh no they're telling me a, a story that I don't want to see like this is the absolute worst story you could have been telling me in this in this like universe and so it wasn't like but I still came away from it like it's interesting like I didn't feel like I I didn't walk out like man my money was wasted. Oh, I kind of did. Oh, I don't know. Those fight scenes were just mind-breakingly terrible. Wow. And I remember like I don't I didn't like how they like gimped John Connor in that in those movies either because I'm like I thought John Connor was like the head of the resistance. In in Terminator Salvation, this fool's like an underling. Like he's like, hey, but you really, we should probably think about doing this. Like, shut up, John, <laughs> son of a bitch. They're like, this is all your fault. I'm like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> it's like, why is it John? Why did you John? Like, he made the machine sentient. Like, <laughs> was it John? That was a black man. No. <laughs> Tiger Claw says the sequels are dated for 2017 and 2018. Jeez. I mean, but how many times did they date the Justice League movie too? Like, That's true. That's true. Okay. Dungeon Buster says I wasn't that excited about Salvation either. Yeah. So Jay, uh, let's talk about Anime Expo. You can start with the amazing news that's gonna totally floor Moses. No, it's not gonna it, floor him. No, it's gonna make him pee his pants right here. We're gonna have to put depends on him. Little. Well, that depends. But, but it is good for him. Good for Moses. Because uh, 
Parasite the Maxim is coming to Tanami this fall. Sweet. Is that the name of the whole thing? Parasite the Maxim? Yeah, that's the name of the anime. Now, Based off the manga Parasite. Now, why the Maxim? Because, like, uh, like, is that the English term Maxim, or is that something else? Like, You know, honestly, I always ignored that part because they added it for the anime. So I don't know what the Maxim is in reference to. Mm, you think it's something where... I think they just needed, like, to distinguish probably it. Paris... Yeah, to just distinguish it. From the from the book, right? That's interesting. Do you think like they'll try to put something in there in the English version to like justify that title? Not if they're smart. <laughs> you know how they do. They're like, you got to tell them why it's a Z. Oh, but they. W- <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't because okay. they didn't do it for Cowboy Bebop. What did they put on the end of Cowboy Bebop? No, I mean, they didn't try to justify why it was called Cowboy Bebop. Oh. It I'm, just was. Does... Is it called Cowboy Bebop in Japan? Yes. Oh, okay. What's the name of the ship? Um, I forgot. Is it the Cowboy Bebop? No. No. Oh. I know it's not that no, for sure. No, Cowboy is what they call the him, like the bounty hunter. Oh. Like, that's their... Like title or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. But yeah, I gotta hear that theme song again. Do that for the break. Uh, hmm. Cowboy Bebop theme. Yeah, we tank. can do that. It's called Tank. It's called Tank. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So what else happened at Expo J? Um. Okay, so I went and I basically when I tried to. Well, first thing I started, I took some pictures of some cool cosplay I saw. Nice. And uh, they had this one store company that like makes Pokemon that you could walk on the leash and like make them do movements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which they're pretty awesome. So I uh, I took a video of that. And uh, I went Pokemon. You. Yeah. And uh, then I went to register or to get my badge, and I did not bring my printout with me. Mm-hmm. And so I I didn't bring my printout, and they couldn't find me in the system. What? And so I could have re-registered. They mm-hmm. t- gave me a link to re-register, but I don't get internet on my phone. That's crazy that you couldn't, like, register there or something. Well, I could have if I had my credentials, all my credentials. Well, I mean, like, if you've been approved, it's like, I'm talking about more so, like, some way for them to, like, somebody just pull up your name or something. Or even if you don't, even if you, they don't have your name, like, if you meet whatever criteria for them just to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? You're good. Just like every other convention. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I kind of had this, that the um, a similar issue last year why I couldn't go. But, yeah, it's just, man, I have to have my shit together next year. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, what, what did you... actually, uh-huh. there was one thing I forgot. I did, uh, for the first night, I went to go see uh, Dragon Ball Resurrection F, or Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F, <laughs> where they bring Frieza back to life with the Dragon Balls. <laughs> so, so Resurrection F is, is Frieza? Yes. Oh, okay. Why Resurrection F? Like, why not just Resurrection Frieza or Frieza's Resurrection or... You know, I think Resurrection F sounds way better than either of those titles. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. I don't know, for some reason, Resurrection F makes me think like somebody's cussing. Like Dragon Ball Z, Resurrection. Fuck. <laughs> you know, it's like, ah. But, you know. And so, yeah, so I saw that. It was cool. It takes place after Battle of Gods, which was the last movie. Yeah, we saw that last Anime Expo. Right. Mm-hmm. And Beerus and his uh, teacher make make an appearance in this movie. That's cool. Yeah. And so, like, would you say that it was... Like, did you enjoy it? Would you say, was it action-packed? Was it funny? Like, what? Oh, How's it was the animation? Both. Like, the animation was great. It was funny and action-packed. Um, yeah, it, like, it starts out with the, you know, they bring Frieza back to life. And him and his army attack Earth looking for Goku and Frieza. And they're off-planet training. And so you have the Z fighters. They come and, like, they intervene. It's like Gohan, TM, Piccolo, Krillin, and uh, uh, he's not a Z warrior, but Jocko, a space cop, is there. A space cop. Space cop Jocko. Right. And so they're all, like, fighting off, uh, trying to stall for until free, uh, Goku and uh, uh, Vegeta get back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, they come back and the fight ensues in typical Dragon Ball fashion. Word. Well, a lot of action. There's some actually some pretty funny jokes in it. Cool. And, uh, yeah, like, definitely is that worth some- seeing. Is that something that's... When is that coming out? Did they say or do you remember? I don't remember. It's sometime in August. Oh, It'll okay. be in theaters. Okay. In August. And I'm not sure when it's coming to home media. Indeed. Cool. So, you know, people can look forward to checking that out? Yeah. Nice. All right, cool. Uh, Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will go ahead and uh, let's do some talk. Let's let's continue in the... uh, The... Friggin anime expo vein, and uh, let's do some talking about UQ Holder. I said right. that right? I said that right. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. I'm on today. I'm on this fantastic forum. We'll be back after these messages.
Welcome back to Fantastic Forum on allgames.com. All right. Uh, Jay, why don't you go ahead and tell the good people. Uh-oh. He's like, what? Jay? He's like, tell the good people a little bit about your Q holder. Okay. Um. So, UQ holder, it's by... Ken Akamatsu, and it is the successor to the manga Nejima. And in it are the hero of the story, Toda Kanue, is basically really good at fighting. And, uh, he ends up, through certain circumstances, becoming an immortal. So he follows his guardian, who it turns out is a leader of a gang of immortals. And so he starts working for them, doing jobs, like helping people, and basically trying to become a better fighter. And uh, he ends up getting entered into a tournament, a fighting tournament, which he's now currently training for. Word is that is that would you say that's like the initial premise? Um, 
I would say that's a wrap up of the first eighty five chapters. Uh, <laughs> he's like, that's pretty much everything that's gonna happen for the. You don't have to read it anymore. Thanks, Joe. We no, appreciate it. No, you <laughs> have to. <laughs> no, it's too late. You it's need the in between the lines stuff. <laughs> no, it's 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 interesting because, uh, you know, you told me that we were gonna do this book, and so I read. I went on Crunchyroll to read it, and of course, um. With Crunchyroll, you can only read like the first chapter for free, and the most current chapter for free. Yeah, unless you hopped on my account, then you could have read the whole thing. Right. Well, I could, look. Even if I hopped on your account, I could not have read the whole thing. <laughs> it's just, it's just not possible uh, for me to read the whole thing. At least in the time that we decide to speak, you know, decide we we're going to do this, and and now, just I don't read quick enough. <laughs> but maybe I don't know. I guess technically if I didn't eat or sleep, maybe I could have done it physically. Po- it would have been physically possible, but it would have been to my detriment. Uh, you sleep an awful lot. Uh, is that what I do? I guess so. At least according to what you say. Yeah. Which is the sleep is for mortals. Right. Sleep. Well, sleep is for mortals. Right. So you don't need to sleep. You're right. So, but I read the first, I read the first, uh, the first chapter and the last chapter and uh, I read the last chapter first <laughs> because no, I did. I just like let me just see like if I if I had never read this before, never heard anything about it. Let me just see what my experience is going to be like, not knowing anything really about it other than what you've told me. And I I definitely I knew he was an immortal. I didn't. I didn't fully realize he was in a tournament, but I did realize he was fighting people for sport. So I guess that's the same thing. <laughs> I guess, you know, or, well, I don't know. I guess it's one of those things. Like I don't know if it was something, if it was something that it was just something he decided to do periodically, or if it I, like it didn't. I didn't. I didn't know it was a like a bracket, right? Because you need a bracket if you're in a tournament. Right. Well, he's not in the tournament yet. Oh. He, or he hasn't started the tournament. He's basically training. Training for the tournament. Okay, gotcha. Like, you. this is all uh, training still. Well, there you go. So, yeah. So, all that, all that is, like, it. yeah, I didn't get he was in a tournament, and that's because he wasn't. So good. <laughs> Even though I did get he was training. But. I didn't. I don't remember him saying like, "Oh, you know, I've been training for this tournament in this in this last issue." Right. But I'm sure that you know they've mentioned it before. Um. And then I read the the first issue, and a lot of what you said was in there. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of what you said, because I do know he was a great fighter. I do know that the woman was a like his his mentor, and basically like the person that raised him, uh, is a is a, a vampire and um yeah and she becomes one or she's been one for like what 700 years or something yeah a pretty long time and she makes him an immortal as well I, even though I'm not exactly sure how I don't know maybe you can clear that up well me. there was a ritual oh okay so Which, they don't they don't tell you that in the first chapter. No, they do. They like, do? right when uh, right before he beats up the guy that was hunting her, 
It's like during that. No, she she tells him I made you an immortal, like, two years ago or something. Oh, two years ago? I think she says that, yeah. Like, two years ago, I made you an immortal. But Oh, right, right, But right. I don't think she says anything about a ritual. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm mistaken. Yeah, and um, it's interesting how she refers to him like a monster. Like... Like or not just him, but all of, I guess all immortals. I guess like you you could be this immortal monster if you decide to get up, or you could just like decide to lay here and die and ebb and fade away. Well, I mean that that's kind of part of the shock treatment of you know it's a big deal to give up your humanity, and so she presents it in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. So he can make sure he really wants it. Mm. I could see, I could see that. Even though I'm like, I mean, I don't know. I guess if you decide, like, if someone's already made you an immortal, like, I don't. I guess for me, I'm like, I was kind of. It was strange to me because I didn't feel like he was less human because he was immortal. And I get why somebody would think that because you're like, to be human, I guess is to be finite you know like you have a lifespan and at some point you grow old and you die right but that's he actually th- complains about that not happening oh and like one of the other issues he's like complaining how he'll never get like bald and graying hair and uh-huh. like all the stuff that happens when you're old he's complaining that he won't be able to do that yeah so yeah, and I don't know I guess for me I'm like I wouldn't feel less human because just because I probably can't die. Oh, well, that depends on what kind of immortal you are. Well, but I guess that's the thing where it's like, I don't know what kind of vampire she is and if he's a vampire or what. But yeah, like, I guess the immortal part isn't what may, would make me feel less human. It would be like the part where I would have to like, drink the blood of people to stay alive that would make me feel not human no I bet if you were like the three eye, three by three eyes immortal you would probably feel like a monster would I have more I would have three eyes no but you wouldn't have a soul how, how do I know um I mean you just know <laughs> that, <laughs> like, just not having the soul is the whole reason why you're immortal Oh, jeez. So so there's like throughout this book there's different types of immortals. Right. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess you're right. <laughs> you know, it's like maybe depending on if I, if I was a different type of immortal, but like I don't know what and again, you know, I guess they only give you so much to go on in that initial issue. Mhm. Like the chick doesn't really feel like a monster to me. And the kid. Oh, you haven't seen her. Right. Her power. And the kid doesn't seem like a monster to me. And he's been. He's just a goofy little kid. But he's good at fighting. Right. But he's been. Kind of. He's been an immortal for like two years and didn't even know it. (laughs) So it's kind of like, well, if he, if he didn't know it, like that doesn't seem like the only thing that's up with him is that he can't die. That doesn't make you. I don't. I guess for me, like that doesn't make you not human in and of itself. Now, 
if something else happens, like, yeah, if he has to, like, eat hearts, like, once a year, then it's like, okay, well. Which he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's different. And I know, like, reading the last chapter, it's like, nothing then at that point, which that's 85 chapters in, made me feel like, oh, like, this guy's not really, not really human, you know? Now, well, the, mm-hmm. there was some stuff that happened in that chapter that you don't know what was going on. Oh, like what? What happened? Um, well, I know he talks about the two powers that are inside of him. Is it the black and the white? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I did hear about that. Like, that's kind of, like, non-human. Okay. Like, I mean, does that make him, like, a monster, though? Or does it just, like... Not my eyes, but my eyes are different from yours. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's fair. I mean, Yeah. I did like both chapters that I read. I was like, I would, I would want to read what's in between, <laughs> like, you know. And it's like there was definitely like a, a slightly different tone going from chapter one to chapter eighty-five, or vice versa, but not drastically different. And it's just like it's really more just about the progression of a character. Yeah, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's like you got a know-nothing kid in the beginning. And then a kid that's training to fight for the woman he loves. Indeed. Indeed. So cool. So uh who who's the the writer artist on, on that book? Ken Akamatsu. Cool. And uh how I mean that that comes out once a week, like I mean once a week or that comes out once a month? Just I don't know. I just check my app, and sometimes there's a new chapter. <laughs> there it is. So, and you've you've been enjoying it throughout. Oh yeah, it's great. Like, I almost want to read the predecessor. Oh, what's the predecessor? Almost. Nejima. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. So, okay. So, how how would you rate? This book, Jay? Uh, definitely a four out of five. Like, it's super fun, uh, lighthearted, but still... Yeah, like, it's lighthearted. The violence is not overly graphic, but it's still, like, super cool. Um, definitely seeing, like, the different type of immortals they have is, like... Uh, that's also pretty cool like one of them has like a basically uses a save spot as her source of immortality when you say a save spot you mean like in a video game like a video game like she cre- <laughs> like she creates a save spot uh-huh and then if she dies she goes back to that spot wow and that's, that's how she is immortal like Huh. And does she know what she knew before she got killed? Yep. But she just starts from the point wherever she saves? Right. That's awesome. Does she only get one? Um, Multiple saves? No? Can't go back further? I guess that wouldn't make sense, huh? No. It's a... Uh, yeah, she gets... Uh, when she makes a new one, the last one is erased. Mm. And so it's like Iron Man, <laughs> Iron Man playthrough. <laughs> like 
all, all your decisions. You only get one say. It's fine. So, um, but wait. So, but she knows what she knew before she died. Right. Man, that's really interesting. I don't. I'm trying to think of like how I would like how I would utilize that, and how I would feel about it. Like, would I save every day, or would I like? Maybe like pick a really cool spot and just be like, yeah. Well, the way she does it is normally she saves every day, and she saves again if she knows she's going into something dangerous. Mm. Hmm. It's like one of those things where, like, I wonder. I guess if she gets hurt or killed. She just makes sure she avoids that situation the next go through. If she can. And if she can't, then what? Um, She's just doomed to repeat that over and over? <laughs> just right. die every time? Well, yeah. Like, if she has something to do, I know when we first meet her in that arc, they're basically trying to stop... Uh, uh, some kind of terrorist act that if it happens, like, it's bad for everybody. Mm -hmm. So she has to keep going and trying to stop it. Oh, I see what you're saying. So the idea basically being that she's trying to do what's best for everybody and, and figuring out the right way to get through this so that it doesn't, like, destroy the city or whatever. Right. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. She's actually in... Chapter 85, you probably saw her but didn't realize it was her because she's not using her power in the, that chapter. But it's that one girl he goes, Toda goes to talk to for advice. Oh. The the one with the dolls? No, the other one. Oh. Yeah, I did not know I did not know that that chick had save points. Right. <laughs> and not the teacher, the one that turns into a monster. But the other girl, the regular girl. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even know there was a teacher that turns into a monster. The monster that pushes him into the ground? Is that, or is that a different monster? Um, There's like a dragon-looking thing that steps yeah. on him. That's the teacher? Yeah, oh. that's his teacher. I didn't know that. So... Cool. Yeah, it's like you kind of got to read. Like. <laughs> you got to kind of read? Yeah. What does that like, mean? <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, you come into, like, a random issue and you're kind of in the middle of stuff. Yeah. Unless it's a. Like, they do have arcs where they introduce these different immortals. Mm -hmm. So if you happen to come in at the beginning of one of those, then you're good, but. Yeah. Otherwise, you're kind of just no, in the no. thick of stuff. No, I agree. Like, like not it. completely. Like, I wouldn't say you can n not recover, but yeah, there's definitely information out there. I, I will say that uh, chapter eighty-five, like, there was definitely a lot of like there were different concepts happening, and you know, I'm like, I don't know why things go the way that they do, but I was able to follow the story in and of itself, right? Which was, you know. Like the idea of the uh, the chick that had the, the the dolls or whatnot or puppets or whatever they are, mm -hmm. um, you know, like he was going and and meeting her, 
every day. But where, however, wherever she's from or however things work where she's from, time passes in a different way. And so he was seeing her every day, but she was seeing him. Like the first time she saw her, saw him, it was like, I think, what, like maybe like a few a few months had gone by or like two years gone by. And, and then after that, it was like two years. And then after that, it was like eight. So in the time after that, she was like, it'll probably be like 40 years and I guess I'll be gone. Or And so she was like basically saying goodbye to him, even though he had seen her like day after day after day. And so it was like, you know, he had to kind of understand and wrap his head around the idea that she was like really sad when it was time for him to go and not understanding why, because he was just like, I'll see you tomorrow. Like, it'll be cool. But for her, it wasn't tomorrow. And then one teardrop came down my cheek. <laughs> and I was like, man, it's messed up. What a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the only negative thing I had to say about this joint is I don't like how they use word bubbles in this. Like, they mesh all together, and, and it's not clear. Oh, sometimes, yeah. It's not clear where the tails go. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, you can look and you'll find them. They're there. But sometimes the word bubbles are all like super like like somebody's yelling and the 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 bubble that the little things that come off the bubble that make you know that somebody's yelling look just like the tail that's like randomly pointed at one person. <laughs> and it's like they don't even connect, which is another part of it which I don't like too where it's like they'll put like a bubble over here and the tail point to the person and then I'll put another bubble over here and then tail point to the person going over here the the other way so it's this, there are two bubbles that disconnected that are pointing to the same person so you know, so so you know the same person saying them but it's just like well why don't we just draw a line to that per <laughs> like why don't we you, we know how to do this like every that's how we do comics that's comics and I'm just like like for me as a person that's been reading comics for like 30 years to kind of be like I don't know for certain who's saying what <laughs> like that's ridiculous to me like I don't there's no reason for that to happen because it's not it's not me it's you <laughs> like I know I know how comics work and so I'm just like I don't like that I mean, it's a different style of comics than you're used to it's the, it's the wrong style of comics <laughs> like I'm not saying don't do word bubbles different because there's always room to innovate it's art you know and you can have artistry even in your word ballooning and your lettering, like definitely, you know. Just look at any Richard Starkey. Right. Book. Exactly. It's like you know, I'm not saying that you can't do something different, but you can't do it in a way that like is just random. And that's what it feels like. It's like, it like I think like I can only imagine somebody that doesn't read comics on a regular basis, they would just be completely lost. They just be like. I'm not sure who's saying what for what reasons. Because <laughs> the tails, like, the tails are hard to see. The friggin', like, the balloons don't connect, which, you know, again, you can get away with that. But we could, I don't know. Yeah, it's re it was really weird. And I was like, wow, like, I, you know, I don't understand. Because especially, like, it's strange to see to me in manga, because I feel like a lot of manga, like, sometimes the tail, like, I, because, and also, too, because manga's black and white. Sometimes it can be hard to see the tails, but it's not like this wasn't even about hard to see. This was like 
I have to figure out which one of these is the tail. <laughs> <laughs> and that sucks. The tail of the word balloon. So But that's the only that's the only negative I can really say about it. So but yeah, I liked it too. I would probably give it like a three five. And probably will end up at some point trying to read some more. Um would you want a safe spot? Would you want to be a safe spot of mortal Moses? Probably. I don't know what I'd use it for. Hmm. In your younger days, having sex with questionable women. But would I erase? Like, yeah. I start. Yeah, I don't. I don't regret any of those questionable sex capades. No, but what if you catch like AIDS? Oh, I wouldn't. Oh, he said I wouldn't. How do you know? Because I'm immune. Are you immune to AIDS? I am. You you are. Yeah. Oh. I had it twice. Like, you are hilarious. <laughs> I had it twice. I'm like, like, I'm Magic Johnson's son. No, no. <laughs> Once you have it, you don't get it, right? Like, it's like the chicken pox? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. It's like measles. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, cool. Uh, let's talk about Batman 41. Uh, so Batman 41 is Batman after convergence. Um, pick, yeah, picking up after convergence. It's, uh, still the same team with Snyder and Capullo doing their thing. Uh, real, as uh you say, coming out of convergence. Yes. Like, is there any, like, ramifications from convergence in it like no uh, as far as i know no ramifications There's but it's just different than it was before convergence it's like it's almost like uh it's a time lapse it's like one year later or i mean i'm not saying it's one year later but remember dc did one year later after 52 yeah and remember like you know you had the story for 52 but 52 story didn't take place over the course of a year right and so all your books all your books um like did a time jump. Uh-oh. This is like a time jump basically. And so they don't explain it, why shit's a little different. Nah, no. That's that's part of the mystery. <laughs> it's part part of the mystery. But but in this book um Batman's or at least they say Batman's dead. And Gotham needs a Batman, and it it goes between uh, Commissioner Gordon as Batman fighting like this electrical thing, this this or uh, seemingly like electrical monster, absorbing man from the movie, something like that from the Hulk movie. But <laughs> was that supposed to be absorbing man? That's what Wikipedia says, but that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, but it goes between that and him and the flashbacks of him talking to like the the mayor and different uh different people like officials in Gotham about how the city needs a Batman and how they're trying to like make it so that they have Batman but within the the confines of the law. So like I guess a uh law enforcement 
uh, sanctioned Batman, and they have like a, a number of recruits that are that were training to become like the next Batman or part of the Batman uh, like police force ish kind of thing. But they end up picking Commissioner Gordon, and it's interesting because it's like he him going through the transformation a little bit as far as like getting in better shape and he has to shave his mustache and I uh he has to get contacts <laughs> so so that so that he can be so he can be Batman and yeah i mean that's pretty much what what the story for this particular issue is what do you think of this jay I thought it was interesting, mm-hmm. and it feels like it's not exactly a long time coming, mm-hmm. but, you know, with all the different Batman we've had over the years, mm-hmm. like, it feels like kind of it's about time we've seen, like, Commissioner Gordon Batman, and, uh, yeah, it's just really interesting. I love the, the thought process, mm-hmm. like, his... Uh, his thought process mm-hmm. uh, is great reading through. It feels natural. Like, it feels like, yeah, really natural. I like how he got picked Yeah, to be Batman. Like, that felt kinetic, or not kinetic, but... Organic. Organic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, after reading this issue, I don't feel nearly as weird about it as I did before. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I think you're right in the sense that um I think you're right in the sense that when you read the book it does happen a bit a, a bit more organically than you would think would be possible. Like it's Commissioner Gordon as Batman seems like something you kinda have to shoehorn. But but Snyder and Capullo are able to pull it off in a way that kinda makes it feel like Maybe that is what the way it would happen if you lose Batman. Well, if you want to go with a like lawful sanctioned Batman, mm-hmm. it's not that much of a shoehorn. Yeah, you know, right, right. Especially because they always, they're especially in the New Fifty Two like this. They're kind of playing him a little like younger than than I would see him. Like Commissioner should, Gordon. Yeah, a a little bit. He's like forty instead of fifty. Yeah, <laughs> like I would normally see him as fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it it is true. Like I think another thing that I think that they did with this issue that I was a little surprised by was, um, you know, they they should been showing the promo about you know the this bat suit, like this mechanical bat suit, and like you know they also before the issue came out drop dropped the hint. Or not the hint, but actually told people that it'll be Commissioner Gordon in the suit. And I know for me, I was kind of like, well, if you're going to tell me it's Commissioner Gordon already, and you already showed me the suit, like, what more am I going to get from the issue? And it turns out that you get a fair amount more. <laughs> like, you know, like... I those... didn't see any of those ads. Oh. Me neither. Oh, really? See? Yeah. Well, you know me. I'm always looking out for good DC stuff, so... 
Well, I know. Why are we so quiet? No, no, no. <laughs> I know. It was weird for me because I was introduced to the concept through Batgirl, where he comes and, like, tells Barbara that he's the new Batman. And, you know, it just sounded crazy to me. Right. Like, I didn't understand it. But now I get it. There you go. The moral of this story, don't read Batgirl. I wouldn't say no, that. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, it spoils. <laughs> it, spo- it spoils Batman. No, I'm joking. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, yeah. so it, it's interesting. It, it really is because uh, you, you, are, you are right in that it, it's surprising that we haven't had a story similar to this before before now because it does seem like something that could happen in the Batman universe. Right. But I guess when you really think about it, it's like there's always been somebody readily there to take the bat mantle. Right. And now that you have like a situation where I guess something's happened to Bruce Wayne and you don't have Dick Grayson there to pick up the mantle like he's doing his spy shit right and the, you, you don't have uh you know i mean nobody wants jason todd to do it probably including jason todd like they're scared of him right and then you don't have tim drake to do it he's so, working with star labs is tim drake working with star labs yeah kind of like he's a little res- uh he's actually yeah they're in between loyalties right now oh interesting because i like i thought tim drake was was what should we call it now was batman beyond now is he yeah as far as i know but i don't and i know that has something to do with what happened in in future's end but at the same time that might be a tim drake from a future that's not now. Right. I mean, he might be Batman Beyond five years from now. Right. Yeah. That it's might like be. after Terry McGinnis dies. Yeah. But right now he's still Red Robin. Oh, okay. Doing the whole Teen Titans thing. Right. And then you have friggin' Damien, who's, who's still a kid, even though he would be Doesn't Batman. he have a pet dinosaur now? Something like that. It's a pet. Some kind of monster. I don't think it's even a dinosaur. I think it's... I think it's a monster, but I don't know. I haven't been reading that book yet. I mean, he's interesting enough without a dinosaur. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm i not the one jockeying for the dinosaur. Trust me, I promise you. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they gave him superpowers. I was like, I don't I don't think he needs superpowers either. Like, I feel like that's That less. makes him less. Right. It makes him less Damien. I agree. But And they faded away. So, you know, I guess they understood that, too. But... They still gave it to him for a little bit. Oh, and it's New 52, so I don't even know what he's been up to. But it would have been cool to see like him team up with Supergirl for a minute. Mm. When it, uh, If he had the powers. Yeah. I mean, he teamed up with the Justice League. No, I don't care about that. Oh, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Joe's like, F your league. No, I mean, that doesn't seem interesting. To me, I mean, it's Damien on the Justice League. Got it. So Damien and Supergirl is interesting to me. Or at least in the old 52 it was. 
Got you. Now, when you said the old 52, you're not talking about the new 52. You're talking about pre, like pre-Flashpoint. Right. Got you. Like when you had a crush on her. Oh. Did he? I didn't even realize that. Yeah. That's cool. Makes sense. She's hot. And powerful, right? Like probably reminds him of his mom in an unconscious way. Don't do that psych thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not him doing it. It's what it is. (laughs) So, cool. Um... So, what, uh, and I will say, I think Kupuyo does a good job on the art. Uh, I it like was it. okay. You, you, don't, you don't like Kupuyo's art? He's a terrible person, a, t- a bad human being. I thought that Twisty episode, or Twisty issue, like, the art was a lot more... Twisty. Like, amazing. It's like you wanted him to have a page you needed to turn around in this book, too? Nah, it's just the art doesn't, or maybe I'm just remembering it more fondly than it actually is. Like, I might need to go, but I remember those first few issues of Batman looking amazing. And this one looked, it was good, it was fine. Like, I don't know. Okay. And I might, huh? (laughs) I know what he's talking about. Okay. Yeah, I admit. It looks almost too clean for him, right? Yeah, like it looks really clean. Um. Yeah, I don't. You know, I could be crazy, but no, you're not, I feel like the like that beginning art of Batman was just looked phenomenal, and I know we were having that conversation last week, and uh about who contributes more to the book or who contributes what to the book. Mm-hmm. And I remember going home and thinking, you know, like if one of the new 52 titles was Greg Capullo draws random pictures of Batman, like that would be on my pull list. <laughs> um, because the art was just like that amazing. And this art was okay. That's fair. I know what it is. But I mean, he's 41 issues in. I mean. You know what it is? Mm -hmm. This Batman doesn't have a cape. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. The cape, the way that he draws capes. Yeah. It like really makes a panel pop. I mean, that's true. But I remember even that party scene looked good. Just everyone in their suits. But their suits had tails. (laughs) <laughs> They're like mini capes for your butt <laughs> Mini capes for your butt Cool So what would you rate this this issue of Batman? I would give it a 3 out of 5 okay. It's very interesting <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's funny Just the way you said it It was like yeah, it's just very interesting It It's like yeah, like for as much as it seems, for as organic as it is, for as much as it makes sense, for as much as we should have had this for a while now, I'm still kind of like Commissioner Gordon is Batman. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like I see it and I don't at the same time, gotcha. and I definitely want 
Like I'm definitely interested in reading more. That's fair. Moses, I know you didn't didn't get to read it necessarily, but what do you think? What's your impression? I mean I'm okay with it. I didn't get to read it too much. It seemed cool, but yeah, I don't know. I don't like people messing with my Batman or my Spider-Man too much. You know? Word. So it's like my my unwillingness to accept change can't let me really like it. Mm-hmm. But if I was a pussy-ass motherfucker that's willing to accept change, <laughs> I'd say it's pretty good. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Cool. I, I liked it. I liked it. It was definitely like I, I went in um, that capeless Batman again. If I was a pussy ass motherfucker mm-hmm. that's willing to accept change, like that Batman redesign without the cape and that yellow mm-hmm. bat, yeah, would be awesome. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, but, no. yeah. But it reminds me of am, uh, like, you're talking about the suit when he's out of the mech. Yeah, right. it reminds me of a uh, uh, Beware the Batman. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't seen that in that. Absolutely. You the animated joint. Yeah. yeah. I think you will like it, Mo. I mean, I watched episodes. I didn't see that Batman a Batman suit in there that looked like that. Oh. But, yeah. I, yeah, it was cool. It was kind of... It was a little dark, right? Or at least maybe one of the episodes that I saw. No, a little bit. I would say, yeah, no, it's... A, it's I, it, maybe twisted's the better word, right? Yeah, that's a little, might, it's yeah. a little twisted. Because the episode I saw was when he's fighting this chick, that it's kind of like that where he, with the psychic chick from, uh, what it, what from Justice League, but she's from the Royal Flush Gang. Remember that episode where everything is like in her imagination and she's like mm-hmm. altering reality, and Batman helps her out and. That episode's kind of dark, too, mm-hmm. because he essentially has to let this kid die for, you know, before she says, no more mutants. <laughs> you know, but, and that's kind of how that episode was, too, only with more violence. The end. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I like, I, I actually, I, I went into this book with reservations and by the time I got to the end of it I was like I might be ready for this chapter of Batman even though I kind of want to know what happened to Batman and I feel like it's weird that I don't know Um, but I guess you know if it's a time jump that's what happens sometimes I just like we'll tell you it'll come and I, I mean of course Bruce Wayne will be back as Batman probably what before the years out, for, by, but by the time issues. by the time Batman Superman gets here, mm-hmm. so or Batman v Superman, like they might do another time jump and have it be old ass Batman. <laughs> That'd be funny, Affleck, Affleck, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, right. But it was a good issue. I think I'll give it shrugging all the time. <laughs> I'll give it. I would give it four out of five. So uh, let's go on a quick break, and we'll be back with the latest comic book news. This is Fantastic Forum only on AllGames.com. Batman! 
There it is. Fantastic Formal at allgames.com. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into the latest news. If you want to go and let us know what you think or tell us what you want to talk about, you can go ahead and jump onto Skype, uh, Fantastic Forum on Skype, or you can go ahead and just jump into chat and say your piece. Either way, we're making it happen. So without further ado, let's go ahead. Oh, the theme, the theme is like, wait. Comic book news. We should have a like, Comic book like Kurt. Uh, <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. All right, there we go. Comic book news. Um, so we should talk about that Entertainment Weekly cover, Batman versus Superman. We we saw our first, our first uh, picture, our first glimpse of. The Trinity for the for the D Superman or Wonder Woman on the cover of Entertainment Weekly, gents. What were your first thoughts once you got to see the cover? I am not entertained. <laughs> not even on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah, he's Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. You no, know, I mean, it was all right. I mean, it was. It's underwhelming. That's the, look, that might be the theme of, of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, why? Not for, like, it, it is a little underwhelming. Not for, like, I can't really say why. Like, I'm glad. Like, I want to see a trailer. Yeah, I think that sums it up. Oh, but you, we got a trailer already. No, we got a teaser. Oh, okay. Like... I don't want to see a production photo or photos from the set. Like, I'm ready to see a full trailer. I'm not sure I like how Batman looks. He looks like he's in the middle of a shrug every picture. <laughs> it's like they like have the shoulders built in or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just like, I, I like the the costume, the Wonder Woman costume. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the, the Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman combo in that universe, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. It's like something's wrong. Are we just talking shit because we want to talk shit about DC? I, I you know, I'm not. <laughs> it's like, because I don't want to just, I really, I would like it to be good. Or, yeah, it, but or you don't have that even... much hope, right? Not even in the form of an S. <laughs> I I guess for me, it's like it's not that I don't have that much hope because I feel like they made decisions in in Man of Steel that I think that they're trying to like not necessarily move away from, but move toward. I think they're trying to they're trying to move towards a Superman that's maybe more traditional in this movie, but I'm just not certain that I, I'm not certain they're gonna pull it off. But I don't feel like it's gonna be what Man of Steel was necessarily. So I guess you know maybe I'm I'm maybe I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Maybe that's the term because I don't feel like I don't think it's gonna be like a total disaster or anything. 
Like, I feel I had more faith in Batman v Superman than I did the Ant-Man movie up until I saw a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, I'm excited to see Ant-Man. Not so much so with... When does it come out? Like, the week after Comic-Con. So, yeah, so not not this weekend, but the following weekend. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's really the long and the short of it, where I'm like, I'm kind of thinking it, it'll it probably be better than Man of Steel was, but, because I feel like there, there'll also be more iconic moments in Batman versus Superman yeah. than were in Man of Steel. But at the same time, it's just versions of the characters that I probably am not going to be like as excited to see as I am about any other version before. <laughs> which is which is a little sad to like have a whole universe of characters coming that I'm just like yeah it's going to be Batman but it's not going to be as cool of a Batman as we saw in the Nolan trilogy and it's like yeah it's going to be Superman but it's not going to be as good of a Superman as was in Superman Returns Superman Returns right and it's like yeah it's going to be Wonder Woman but it's not going to be it's not going to be Linda Carter Wonder Woman which is which is sad that that's the standard I guess but yeah. but that's the standard well, that's not clear. my standard yeah it's not going to be Justice League Unlimited Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman right right you know she's yeah. one of my favorites yeah, we're going to get Aquaman, but it's not going to be friggin' comic book Aquaman. I mean, I don't even care about Aquaman like that. So I don't care about Aquaman like that, but I know Jason Momoa is not going to play an Aquaman that I like. And it's like, I actually do have versions of Aquaman that I like, whether you're talking about friggin' Justice League Aquaman, Justice League, like Justice League and Justice League Unlimited Aquaman, or if you're talking about Brave and the Bold Aquaman, which is a, like, a, a campy version of Aquaman but in a in the best way or the comic Aquaman which I don't know I haven't read post convergence Aquaman but I like the Aquaman of the new 52 I think new 52 Aquaman is a cool Aquaman that like you know has has issues that he has to deal with so so yeah and I guess that's what it is like just the general feel like even cyborg I'm not interested to like really see like yeah but you've never liked cyborg i there are versions of cyborg that i like now too just the same way like I, cyborg has come into the aquaman kind of territory you know even though i you know <laughs> it was messed up because i was reading um a recent superman comic book and it was funny because you know you guys know uh superman got a new power or whatever, like the solar flare thing, right? You consider about this? No. Well, Superman got a, a new power where he can do like a solar flare type thing. Like Tien? No. No, not like Tien. <laughs> like, but kinda. Uh, but no. <laughs> it's it's like basically it's kind of like they think of they're thinking of it as an extension or or like an offshoot kind of a, of his heat vision. Where, you know, the idea is that Superman's able to have heat vision because his cells absorb solar energy and he's able to release that solar energy that he has, like, some of it that he has stored up in his cells through his eyes. And what they're saying is um, some of that energy that's stored up in his cells, he's able to, like, exp- 
expunge it from every part, every cell at once. And that's how he does like a solar flare type thing. And it messes up electronics and it destroys everything in like a hundred yard radius. And it's like really destructive. And it leaves him like depowered for like a day so he can reabsorb. Or not necessarily a day because he's learned to control it so that he can do it in like more focused bursts. And so he won't be as weakened, but he gets weakened when he does it. So, like, the first time he did it, it took him a day to get his powers back. And he was literally, like, a human. And he couldn't fly. And he didn't, you know. I think that's a better story device. Than what? Than being able to control it. I mean, it's it's good for both, I think. Because, like, I like the idea that, I like the idea, I feel like he would learn to control it if he could. And which he which he can because he has like the Justice League as as his disposal to help him. If you have Batman and Cyborg and all these people that know stuff, you know it's like why wouldn't you ask them to help you and learn to control it? But it's cool because it does have a thing where it does make a plot device where you can have Superman like kind of go for the gusto and leave himself in a weakened state to kind of go all in and but potentially be vulnerable after like. That's a cool story versus, uh, I mean, I, and I think it's the same story that you're thinking of, too, in the sense that if he can't control it, maybe sometimes it'll just happen and he's left, like, powerless or weakened or whatever, right? But Well, no, not that it'll happen without him wanting it to, but right. I just think you put him in situations where he needs to do it right. or... They're also like I know Superman is one of those characters, depending on who write who's writing him at the time, mm-hmm. where he just wants to be human. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's so yeah, yeah, like using that to mm-hmm. be human. Yeah. And then like he does it and Dark Side comes and he's like, Oh fuck. Right. No, and, and that's exactly the type of stories like at least in this in, the initial few issues, because this is something that happened like literally just before convergence and picked up again after it where uh, that's how he's using it like he likes the idea of like being able to just be human sometimes and like even to the point where they're talking about him like he likes the taste of food better when he's human than when he's Superman right and so that makes sense right because I guess you know like if bacon's not killing you it doesn't taste as good (laughs) Well, the way they wrote it was like he can taste, yeah, like super taste buds. Like he could taste, like Daredevil, basically. Like he could taste oh. all the ingredients in food. Yeah, that would suck. And and I'm like, I I didn't know Superman had that power. Like you know, like I don't know why he would. I mean, but his senses are enhanced. Yeah, that's true. I guess so, right? It's like it's if you have super hearing and supervision, right. why wouldn't you have and super taste? Tactile telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> bringing it back <laughs> but it but it is interesting too because um he also they also had a, a part where he was talking to Jimmy Olsen about how the way he usually decides what he he how he dresses for the day is like he would use his supervision to like see how close the molecules in the air are and he knows like when they're closer it's colder and when they're further apart, it's warmer, because he can't feel it. He doesn't. He can't feel cold, or 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 he doesn't really feel cold or heat in the sense that most people do. 
So that's how he like he'll use that and be like, oh, okay, well, I got to wear more layers today because it's cold outside. And I'm like, that's interesting. Like, you know, I've never thought about Superman not being able to feel the temperature. Now, why he wouldn't just look at the weather report, I don't know. You know, or it's like he's a reporter. Like, I'm sure, like, it's not hard for him. He'll know exactly where to go to look for, like. Well, he knows it's bullshit. That's, you know. <laughs> Stripperella has the same issues. <laughs> Does she? Yeah. Like, because she doesn't feel hot or cold. Uh-huh. So she went skiing in, like, a swimsuit, and everyone's looking at her like. Aren't you cold? So, like, oh yeah, burr. <laughs> but but I say I was saying all that to say, uh, in that issue where Su- Superman's getting help, you know, he uses the flare, and then they he's like, oh, let's all go out to eat afterwards, and they take him, they take like the Justice League goes out to take Superman to go eat, right? Because he can taste good food <laughs> or taste food better. Mm-hmm. But it's like. It's Aquaman. Like they're on. They're literally in the Watchtower, right? Like all of the Justice League except for uh, Hal Jordan. Is Martian Manhunter part of the Justice League? No. Okay. Uh, not right now. No, right now. It's, good. Uh, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so no. Right now, it's like I mean, it's like the the seven, like the iconic seven, right? Except that instead of Manhunter, you have Cyborg. Sounds iconic to me. Okay, cool. Um, but they go like there's no Green Lantern because Green Lantern's off doing his own thing, right? But they go and it's like friggin' Batman, Aquaman, friggin' Wonder Woman, uh, uh, Superman, all you know, everybody there in their like in their civilian clothes, friggin' no, no cyborg. I was like, these fools done left the only member of the team that wasn't white on the watchtower, I guess, to do the work, I guess, because that's what, but, and that's what, like, basically, Cyborg ends up calling, like, hey, I figured out something, and I'm like, why can't Cyborg, like, the fool's a computer. Well, they're all like, civilian clothes. But Cyborg, you're telling me that there's no way for Cyborg to look like a normal person? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There isn't. <laughs> He's too black, that's why. <laughs> He's like too much contrast. Plus, I don't think he eats now. He can go for company. It's like, dude, like Superman doesn't eat until just that. Like, it's not like Superman's going to go eat for sustenance. It's like he's going to go eat for fun. It'd be funny if he got fat because he doesn't eat <laughs> for sustenance. He eats for flavor. Yeah, and yeah, fun. yeah. No, and he went from a that's he, a Superman that speaks to me. He gets drunk because he has a, like a beer. Just one, <laughs> just one, just one. But he does. He's never been. He's never had alcohol before. So it, that doesn't matter. Like you don't get drunk off of one beer. If it depends on what your tolerance is like. And if he never really eats, yeah, then yeah. Because I know one. like days that when I used to count calories and not eat all day so that I can drink at night. Mm-hmm. Um. I would have like a Coors Light and it would be like, woo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and this fool has a super hangover the next day. Yeah. <laughs> the next day, because I'm so hungry, metabolized, <laughs> I have it in five minutes. So, you know. But yeah, man, it was interesting. But I was like, I did notice. I was like, how come? Like, you can't tell me there's no way to figure out Cyborg to look normal to go to go down and, and have 
dinner with the rest of the Justice League. I was like, I don't know. All I saw was all the white members of the Justice League were there, except for Green Lantern, who wasn't in the Watchtower. Oh, Flash was there. <laughs> Everybody, except the black guy. Bet you if Martian Manhunter was in that group, he would have went down with him. Dude, he's on some psycho shit right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he's, he's kind of out there. How like, so? Like, he's, like, going around, like, beating people up for destroying alien civilizations, even though they didn't do it. Wow. What book is that it happening in? Teen Titans. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Well, look, I, I don't know, man. It's like I, I was wondering where Martian Manhunter was going to turn up next because I know, like, there's no, like, he was in the authority for a hot second. Mm hmm. And then, like, I thought he went to go join the Justice League, or at least he was in, like, maybe Justice League uh, was it international, I think. Mm hmm. Um, or not international, what was it? Justice League. Maybe it was international, like the latest incarnation. Right. But, yeah, so now he's over in Teen Titans. Well, no. just He's not a part of the group. He right. was just he's there. In the book. Fucking shut up. Yeah. I know he has uh, his own comic coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Ma Martian Manhunter number one. That's wild. I don't know if a Martian Manhunter book can survive on its own, but... It depends on what he's doing. And actually, because right now he's kind of set himself up as he's basically in charge of protecting all the aliens on Earth. He's in charge of protecting all the aliens on Earth. Something like that. Okay. Like, not officially, but that's what he goes around doing. Uh, goes around doing. Like, protecting aliens. Okay. So cool. Um, what else is happening? Uh, so they're saying that the next season of The Walking Dead is going to have some prequel backstory to it that Robert Kirkman had never gotten the opportunity to cover in the comic books. You mean he never wanted to cover in comics? Unless he's saying where the zombies come from, I don't care. I think that's part of it. Well, then good. I <laughs> care. <laughs> uh, and the spinoff is supposed to start next month, isn't it? In August, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see, it says... I want Origins. I want Origins. There are people that we're going to see throughout the season from the comics... And I'm excited for people to see it, but I don't want to tell. I don't want to tell them now. I think a few minor remixes, but some direct stuff from the comics as well, as far as these characters go. I think there's really cool aspects of the first half of the season that serve almost as a prequel to some of the direct comic stuff in the second half of the season. I think there's a way that Robert did some of the story that we're reaching that had a real. Uh, a real past to it where people are referring to some things in the past in the comic <laughs> ask him if Clementine's gonna be in it ask, ask who, who am I supposed to ask Joe the story yeah okay got it 
story is Clementine going to be in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, story. You're welcome. <laughs> there you go, Joe. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know what's coming, but I guess it's stuff that we have seen in the books, or at least somewhat of something that we've seen in the books. I didn't read the books yet. Yeah. So I probably shouldn't watch this season, huh? Because of all the spoilers? Nah, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Is The Walking Dead in color yet? The comic? It's always been... Oh, the comic? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Why? Why? Do you want it in color? Yeah. What? Does it matter that it's in black and white to you? No. Oh. But I like color. Got it. People Depending are Depending how the seasons do <laughs> They'll re-release everything in color Right There are some people speculating that we might see uh, The TV incarnation of Negan Which Didn't he die? No Negan? Yeah Not, no, There hasn't been Negan in the uh, In the TV show Didn't he die in the comic? I mean, you really want me to tell you? I don't know. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you. We'll just leave it at no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so... uh, There's a rumor that Rachel McAdams might join the cast of Doctor Strange. What is she from again? What would you know Rachel McAdams from? Uh, I'm trying to think of what movie. Nothing that he's seen. Um, She's usually in these, like, romantic comedy type. Yeah. Or, like, Mean Girls. Was she in Mean Girls? I believe so, but I wouldn't know. I fell asleep during it. I'm trying to... Um, right after I blew my load, I just got knocked out. She's beautiful. Like, I'm a fan of hers. She was in The Notebook. Yeah, that's what I liked her in. Oh, I saw some of that. Okay. You saw her in The Notebook? I don't know. I saw part of The Notebook. Maybe that was her in it. Maybe it wasn't. It was, like, um, it was, she was, like, the the lead in The Notebook, like, the... The chick that everybody was in love with. Well, not everybody, but the guy. Did you see Red Eye, Joe? Yeah. She was in Red Eye. Okay. There you go. With Killian Murphy. Yes. She's also the chick from Sherlock Holmes. I'm pretty sure she didn't do her own stunts. (laughs) Well, that's what we're worried about. We're like, did she do her own stunts in Red Eye? I don't know. It's like, can't really call her a, a Oscar-worthy actress if she didn't do her own stunts in Red Eye. <laughs> no, it's not that. I mean, just... No, I agree. It's probably a guy <laughs> wearing a dress. I, I seriously doubt that. <laughs> like, you don't get a, a guy stuntman to be Rachel McAdams' body couple, okay? Like, you need to look hard at that chick. It's a, you're, you're getting a female stunt woman. Definitely. They have those now? Joe? I need you to stop being sexist. 
So I need you to do. So they're saying that um, she might be uh, Morgana or Klee. Uh, that's what they're thinking. She wasn't in the cartoon. What? Uh, those characters? Right. In which, in the Doctor Strange like animated joint? Yeah. I think Klee was in that joint. Morgana wasn't. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Because I think it was uh, Spared Mordo and Klee. Yeah, and the ancient one was in it. Yeah. I'll have to watch it again. Yeah. That's crazy because, like, that, if, if Rachel McAdams joins that cast, it's like, like, that very well might be the most, like, the, the, the most uh, heavy hitting set of dramatic actors in one movie, one comic book movie right there because it's like Chiwetel Ejiofor and friggin' Benedict Cumberbatch and Tilda Swinton and isn't, uh, <laughs> Joe's like, whatever. And then... <laughs> yeah, I don't know who any of those people are. Yeah, Joe, you know all those people. You don't know who Benedict Cumberbatch is? Con- I I thought you made that one up. What? That doesn't sound like a real name. Joe, we've been talking about him. Sherlock. He was in Sherlock? Oh, he's in the TV show Sherlock. Yeah, Sherlock. There's no movie called Sherlock. They're all called like Sherlock Holmes or something else. Sherlock. Oh, you're talking about Benedict? The American Sherlock or the British one? Benedict. With a name like Benedict Cabbage Patch, what do you think? <laughs> No, you don't. Why? You know this guy. He was Khan. From the Star Trek in the Darkness? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know his name. And that's like the only thing I've seen. He doesn't look like Sherlock. What do you mean he doesn't look like Sherlock? What are you oh, talking? maybe British Sherlock. Only Sherlock is British. They're all English. All Sherlock Holmes. Not the American one. Like the American-made one, you mean? Right. He's American. What do you mean? And Lucy Liu is... Well, you talk about the, the TV show? Yeah. He's not American on that show, is he? He has I'm an pretty sure. on the commercials. So does... What's his name? Who? Hugh Laurie. What? What are, we, what are you talking about, Joe? <laughs> We're talking about... I'm pretty sure that guy's... American, like the the actor or the character, both. Oh, I would be shocked to find out that the actor, I mean the the character, is supposed to be American, because he sounds like he has an accent. But maybe, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so who are the others? Chibatel Ejiofor, friggin'. No, I'm sure I don't know him. Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, I didn't see that, dude. The operative from Firefly. I didn't see Firefly. Or or Serenity, I'm sorry. You saw Serenity, didn't you? Nah, I've been meaning to. The, dude, I say this guy's name like... I said his name like every other week for I don't know how long because I want him to be Black Panther. You, you were know? talking about... You said it in the context of 12 Years a Slave. And I don't watch depressing movies on purpose. I mean, I didn't see it myself, but I'm saying the guy's been an actor for a long time. He's been doing, like I said, 
Since but the... he hasn't done anything I have seen. Okay, true. He's probably he probably has. Okay, but you just I mean, just tell me what it is. I don't know. Hold on, hold on. I tell All right. this guy, this Joe. And so, yeah, I don't know. All those names just seem really unfamiliar to me. <laughs> uh, Dungeon Buster says, "Ejiofor, Ejiofor, Ejiofor." Was also in Salt. He was the FBI guy going after Jolie. Yeah. Now I did see Salt. I don't remember him at all. Damn it! This fool's like, he was in Amistad. Did I see Amistad? I think I did. Let's see what I gotta look for the the. the Why is he all in this depressing shit? He's not. Oh, he's like, on. He's in a lot of stuff. Wasn't he in the Matrix? No. He was in Children of Men. Depressing. Children of Men. I mean, okay, maybe it is. <laughs> he was in Kinky Boots. Was he? That, that was just terrible. I never saw it. Never even heard of it. He was in 2012. The black dude that was the doctor. That never happened. I don't remember that. But I did like that movie. He was an American gangster. I like that movie. But I wouldn't recognize him from it. He was in Love Actually. Yeah. Didn't see it. Well, but okay, so he's he, he plays bit in Four Brothers. Okay, he he puts himself he does bit parts in movies that I like. Okay. Bit parts in movies you like. Yeah, you did a bit part in Salt. He did a bit part in American Gangster. He didn't do a bit part. He did in a salt. bit part. In he was the he was like the, the bad guy. He right? was the co-star of Salt. We did a bit part in Four Brothers. It's like, yeah, yeah, man. You did a bit part. You said I talked to him today. <laughs> said you did a bit part in Life. <laughs> Dungeon Buster says he's in the chopper at the end and sets her free. I know you saw him. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him. I just don't remember him. Yeah. Let's see. So who else? What was that other name? I'm not. I'm not going through Tilda Swinton's filmography to you, Joe. Yeah. He, Tilda Swinton. If he don't know, he doesn't deserve to. Know. <laughs> right. It's like. Apparently, Joe doesn't like good movies. We got it. Or bad ones with good actors in it. I know. <laughs> no, what did Tilden Swinton do? Look, you're going to have to look she did that movies. one. You're look that one up on your own, Joe. Dungeon Buster, what did Tilden Swinton <laughs> do? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, um... The Marvel experience has come to an abrupt end. Oh, good. Did someone die? No. <laughs> they someone got hurt? Um, no. No. Um, it just looks like... Uh, uh, yeah, it's, not, it's actually not saying why as of yet. Hold on. Let's see. Yeah, no. Oh, she was Gabriel. 
Wasn't she? Yes. She was Gabriel in what? Constantine. Oh, okay. Wow, that's weird. She was really recognizable. <laughs> this guy. Oh, he she was in the beach. She was great in that. Really, Joe? The beach? Yeah, that was the one where they were all smoking weed. You remember. <laughs> no. No, I don't. And she was in the Chronicles of Narnia, but she looked a lot different in that. Dungeon Buster says she was in Snowpiercer with Captain America. She was also the White Witch in Chronicles of Nunya. <laughs> Nunya. Nunya, goddamn. It is saying it came to an abrupt end. That's wild. Oh, well. It's not that wild, though, because... I don't know, like... After I really found out what the Marvel experience was, I was kind of like, I don't think I want to be a part of that. What is it? <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, a almost like a, a, a mobile Marvel theme park experience. So like, you can, um, like there's like like attractions that set up, and you can like, you know, like take pictures and like like holding the owner and like experiences where you're like oh I'm like Bruce Banner or whatever like you know like it's not and it's not like it's terrible or anything it's just when I, like it's for kids yeah it's for little kids yeah I wouldn't like it I was like if I was like 10 I probably would have to go but because I'm like mid 30s <laughs> it's like I don't I, think I'd go at 10 <laughs> maybe not I was not. a miserable fuck back then too <laughs> Like the same thing, um, yeah. Like it, it, what it says here is, uh, it's described as a first-person superhero adventure, with audiences becoming part of the action through state-of-the-art multimedia technology. That sounds in fun, including a 4D motion ride uh, and 3D animated features. That sounds real fun. It's it says covering more than. 80,000 square feet. The attraction resembles a shield mobile command center with a six-story dome. Yeah. But this was produced um, by the same people that did the Spider-Man musical. And people are like, it sucks for to be them because everything they touch fails. Okay. So, uh, if you guys were looking forward to that, sorry. It's not happening anymore. It may reopen, right? I mean, anything's possible, right? They got all that stuff. <laughs> so. They're just going to use it as props for the next Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. You because I hate their props. Yeah. So, uh, what else do we need to talk about before we get out of here? Um, Viz is doing some post-Naruto uh, stuff. Like what? Um, I believe it's, they're doing like a manga spinoff that takes place after Naruto. Naruto and the 7th Akagi 
or Naruto the seventh Tokagi or something like that. Uh, is Naruto gonna be in it? Yeah. That's awesome. That'd be like Naruto as Hokage and then like other people going off on missions. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd watch that. <coughs> I have to finish watching what is it, Shippuden? Yeah. But I was talking to Shippuden today and he's saying I'd really prefer Joe not to finish watching me. <laughs> Which I was like, don't be like that, Shippuden. But it's like, nah, it's too late. Tiger Claw put up a news link. It says uh, Fox wants Brian Singer to direct Fantastic Four 2. <laughs> I, be I bet Fox does. Sons of bitches. <laughs> they should have done that from the beginning. I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Would... would would a Brian Singer Fantastic Four be a better Fantastic Four movie? Eh. I mean, maybe the first one. I think the second one. I just watched the second one again mm -hmm. recently. Mm -hmm. Aside from the thing looking all soft and cuddly mm -hmm. and Cloud Gala uh, mm -hmm. Galactus, mm -hmm. that's a pretty solid Fantastic Four story. No, no. I, adventure, I, you know? I would agree with you. And of course, you and know. I, we said that when we first watched it. But yeah, I gotta reiterate that because everybody lo loves to hate that movie. Yeah, and it's like those motherfuckers never read a Fantastic Four comic in their life. No, they probably hadn't. Wait, hate which movie? Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah. No, that was fine, except I mean, for the Invisible Woman. Well, yeah, I mean that's a given. I didn't even throw that in there. No, I mean, <laughs> not all of her. I just don't like that one scene, uh, where all her clothes are off for some reason. But it's nudity, Joe. Don't you know? But it's fake nudity. Yeah, one, it's not even real nudity. What's that mean? And fake two, nudity? it seems it's it's so what shoehorned in that it's feels it's kind of like watching Ikitosin, where it's like I know at least one of these girls has to have some modesty and like want to put on shorts or something. Yeah, I agree. It's just like oxytocin. Who's taking oxycodone? I don't understand. So it looks like they're going to try and get a crossover movie out of it. According to this story. A crossover movie uh, for what? X-Men and uh, Fantastic Four. That's a like the X Men and the Fantastic Four don't even like know each other, <laughs> like you know, it's like you want to talk about two properties that barely ever like cross over in the Marvel universe. Like you, it's, you'll be hard pressed to find people that relate to each other less than the Fantastic Four and the X Men. Right, like Avengers, X Men, that's a given. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Uh, uh, in in humans, of course, Fantastic Four. That's a given too. Ironically enough, X Men in in humans, you can do that too. It's like you could almost go from any property to any other property, except X Men Fantastic Four. <laughs> like any, it just seems weird. Like you needed something in between. Otherwise, you're just like, wait, what's happening? Like why? <laughs> Who? Why are the X Men messing with Galactus? 
doesn't even make any sense. Like that's not what they do. They don't fight Galactus. But didn't they hang out in the Ultimate Universe? Yeah, they did. Like, but I think that was because um, uh, I think what was it Kitty Pride? I think Kitty Pride and Johnny Storm were dating. I think. Why are they always and dating? Oh, we're back up. It seems. Are we down? Apparently. Oh. Okay. Good for us. I'm glad somebody's keeping an eye on us. I'm like, I didn't know we were down. Look fine to me. But, yeah, because even in the regular universe, they were dating. Were they? Kitty Pride and... Oh, wait, no. I don't think so. Never mind. Yeah. Um. But... Yeah, and also too, it turned out that I I feel like Johnny Storm was a mutant or something like that in in the Ultimate Universe. I think. Pretty sure he was a mutate. What's that mean? Like he got his power. He wasn't a mutant. Like he got his powers from science. Yeah, but you know, every, like, they said, uh... Like, I remember them having a conversation about it. You know, the... Like, he was trying to say they were the same thing, and the mutants were like, fuck you. (laughs) But the mutants ended up being man-made in the Ultimate Universe. At least they're trying to say that. You know. Who made Apocalypse? I don't, hey, don't ask me. I don't know. I don't even was was there an apocalypse in the Ultimate Universe? That I don't know. I, like I've never seen them. It might have happened. I don't know. I don't, I can't can't say I kept track of throughout all of X Men because I didn't. Why not? You're normally so good about that. Can't keep up with all of it. Like I was keeping track of six one six X Men. You want to keep? You want to toss friggin'? Ultimate Universe X Men in the mix is like, guess what? I don't, I don't know about anything about that. I can't do it. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I was good for like the first like, like maybe like ten issues, maybe fifteen, and then the X books started expanding in the six one six, and it's like, okay, well, I guess Ultimates have to go. Ultimate X Men, you're on your own. So, so it looks like a, uh, uh, damn it. Brian K, <laughs> who's one of the co-creators of of The Last Airbender, Avatar: The Last Airbender. I I can never say his last name. They both have messed up last Brian names. Brian K. Vaughn. No, no, it's Brian Konietzko. Where is this? Oh, Konietzko. Shut up. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even see it. I just saw the two Ks, the Z, and the KO. <laughs> He's making his graphic novel debut. With a sci-fi series that's going to be published by First Second called Thread Worlds. It's scheduled for 2017, and it says it's set uh, on a group of five planets that share a single orbit, each with its own intelligent species and level of technology. The story centers on Nova, a stubborn and brilliant young scientist from one of the most primitive worlds who refuses to adhere to the rules of a superstitious, oppressive empire that forbids girls to read and write. Oh, you mean 
the Middle East. Wow. Why's it got to be that? Because it is. Wow. Why's it got to be Don't that? Don't turn a blind eye to the horrible conditions in the Middle East. Wow. That's your part of the problem, Larry. <laughs> if I had a quarter for every time I heard that. No. Part <laughs> of the problem. Hey, I'm, I'm talking about friggin' uh, Thread World. I don't know if Brian here is talking about the Middle East or not. Thread Worldistan. Yeah. <coughs> what? Thread Worlds. I'm sorry. Not Thread World. Thread Worlds. Third World? Thread. Thread World? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So he's going to do a graphic art. I mean, graphic. A graphic novel project. So that's good. I was like, I'll check that out. It was like, uh, the concept sounds pretty cool. It's like, I don't know. But like, I guess, I don't know who's doing art. But maybe we'll get more info on that at Comic-Con. Which I'm excited to go see. Um, anybody else got any news that we should make sure that we do before we leave? Um, which is the trade paperback is the number one on direct sales trade paperbacks. Really? Yeah, for Who? June. That's wild. Yeah. Who's who's buying witches? I don't know anybody talking about it. It's probably one of those things like people pick it up and they just keep it to themselves. They don't talk about it. I mean, I've read the first few issues, and I I liked it, but. It's a weird book. Yeah. I mean, nobody's saying it's not. But I'm just I think I you know who's buying it? Girls. Really? Yeah. And you know, comic people don't talk to girls, so uh. that's why nobody's <laughs> talking about it. But I know the last few times I've been at a shop a girl picked up the new American vampire and the witch's trade paperback. Wow. And that's just one, so Okay. Every time I'm not there, probably that's a, probably another one, and that pushes it up to number one. That's what does it. Cool. Anything out of chat, Jay? Uh, Tiger Claw says, "Welcome back." Thanks. Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. So, cool. Well, like I guess it's time for us to get out of here then. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's do it. And, you know, when we come back, we'll bring you some com Comic-Con coverage next week. All types of amazing and wonderful shenanigans. shenanigans, courtesy of the Fantastic Forum. All right. Hold on. Caller, are you there? No? I guess Skype says no. <laughs> Caller. Okay, I guess not. I tried. <laughs> don't, don't let it be said I didn't try. Uh, Jay, why don't you give us some final thoughts, sir? 
Um, everybody go check out Dragon Ball Resurrection F when it's in theaters. Support anime in theaters. Cool. Muzz Magnum, why don't you give us some final thoughts? Uh, if you're out at Comic Con, buy us a drink. <laughs> Not mad at that. It's good for thought. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Uh, we'll be back, it turns out, next week. Uh, hopefully, well, I guess we won't be rested. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably be tired. But, you know, we'll still be here because we love comics and we love you guys. It's Fantastic Forum. Until next week, you know what? We're out. Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.